Hi guys, welcome to <laughs> Dave Minasingit. <laughs> ano yan? <laughs> All right. So, um, hi guys, welcome back to another live stream for Experience Philippines. This is Gian again, and tonight, 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 um, we have a lot of guests for tonight. Um, they are from different groups and organizations, but they are all here for one purpose, and that is to encourage people to support, you know, the mangrove conservation. So yeah, tonight's topic is about mangrove conservation. And the first group that we have is the One Child, One Tree, uh, a group of mangrove uh, conservation, conservation that's based actually in Bulacan. Um, we also have mangrove, mat uh, mangrove Matters PH, a youth group that is currently, uh, that have projects in Bacolod. And last but not the least, we have um, Kabanatan, Another youth group that is supported both the One Child and One Tree and Mangrove Matters PH in their advocacy by holding online fundraisers for uh, their projects. So these are the people that uh, that are brought together by the same advocacy, you know, uh, which is about mangrove preservation. So let us all welcome our guests from Kabanatan, pronunciation ko, One Child, One Tree, and the Mangrove Matters PH. Hi guys! Yay! Dami po nila! Hi! Hello! Hello! Good evening! Hi! So, Hello. introduce muna natin uh, lahat bawat isa. Yan, pakitantin mo ng pangalan. Sir Matthew, Sir Drew of Mangrove Matters PH, uh, Linnar uh, of Kabanatan, uh, Godwill from Kabanatan, uh, Ms. Natalia Sally from One Child, One Tree, uh, Myron uh, from Mangrove Matters PH, uh, and then Abby Robles from One Child, One Tree. Hi guys, kamusta kayo? How was your, how was your weekend, last weekend? Okay naman, Productive. we were able to visit mm -hmm. one of the mangrove nurseries here in the province. Ay, saya naman. Buti pa kayo sa Bacolod na nakabisit ng mga mangroves. Kami nabibisit lang namin yung balcony. <laughs> Pag-asa Metro Manila. <laughs> sige, sige. Um, Alda, I'll just show the, no, I'll just show the, so people will understand also the title of the event. So I'll just write it here. There you go. There you go. So a, converse, a conversation on mangrove uh, conservation. You know, alam nyo ba, kasi I, for the, for the, kinawa ito nga kayo na before, during, before the live stream, I was sharing it to you guys na for, for us in Experience Philippines, matagal ko na naghahanap ng uh, organization or group who's actually promoting or actually pushing for, uh, not just for conservation, but really for if there is re reforestation or re plant, planting of, uh, of mangroves. Uh, in, in different areas of the country, you know, not just in near Manila, but even outside of Metro Manila, the different provinces. Kaya to rin ako that Dave was able to actually uh, connect with you guys and then you guys said, Oh, sige, sali kayo sa ano. Kasi nga, I think this is a topic, even though we're currently um, undergoing global pandemic, um, I think it's still an important topic uh, to discuss about how we can take care of our environment. And I think big the big role of how mangroves, especially for tropical countries like us, uh, mangroves play a big role in in this, no? Uh, so, yun. So, yun ating, yun ang ating conversation for tonight. Wow. 
Masyadong malalim yung conversation, baka mag-nosebleed ba? <laughs> <laughs> Sige, paano natin sisimulan to? Kasi ang dami. <laughs> Ayan. Go, Matthew Vincent. Ang daming fans. O, di ba naman? <laughs> Hi, sir. Si, ano yun? Si Sir Dave ba yun? Sir Dave. Sir Dave. Sir Dave. Kamusta po? From ano ba yun? Kilala mo siya, Matthew? Mas di po lang alala, ano? <laughs> yeah, I know, ano... Kuya Dave. It's from Philippine Reef Rainforest Conservation Foundation Incorporated. It's another organization also. Oh, hindi. Nice, nice. So, meron pa nag-greet. Hi, Tita Nat, Sally, and Ate Jillian. Oh, di ba? Daming fans, ha? Hi, Abigail. Ah, sorry. It's Mabel. Hi, Mabel. Hi, Belen. All right. So, bago lahat sige, let's try to uh, let's try to let's try to uh, introduce our backgrounds muna. I think you guys uh, if you can share your background, let's start off with um let's start with Miss Natalia first. Miss Natalia. Okay. Tita Nat. Right? Did you choose me because I'm the oldest? Yes, because I'm the oldest. Out of respect. Okay. Good evening, everyone. So, my name is Natalia Sali. I'm from Abulala, Sagunay, Bulacan. So, I'm being asked what my background is. It's very far from environment. So, I'm a social worker by profession. I graduated from Central Escolar University a long time ago. And I took my master's in social work as well in the University of the Philippines, Diliman. Then I had another master's in health and social care management from Westminster University in London. Now I'm taking, I'm on, hopefully I will get my PhD on health and social care and my thesis about migration and mental health. So you can see how far my profession is from mangrove development, mangrove reforestation, but I can't, I know that why I came to love mangroves and not just mangroves, just the environment is uh, I'm an environmentalist and I know that in my life I don't have, I, I was born without, you know, I, I believe that there's no meaning in life unless you create one. So I chose an advocacy that is close to my heart, which is tree planting, and that's why I have established this with my family, One Child, One Tree. Ganda. So yon ang background ko. Ang ganda naman. Actually, pinili ko pa hindi dahil kayo yung pinakamatanda. Kaya pinakamaganda. Ayan. Salamat. Bumawi ko pa ha. Bumawi ko yan. <laughs> Maraming salamat, Tinat. Maraming salamat. Okay. Yeah, you're, well, you're welcome. Si, kasama niyo po, uh, si Miss Abby. Miss Abby. Si Abby. Hi. <laughs> Hi, I'm Abby Robles. I'm from Hagunay, Bolacan as well. Well, by profession, I'm in the field of forestry, but overall, I'm a mangrove champion by choice, by purpose, and by passion. And then, I'm a graduate of BS Forestry from UP Los Baños. My major was in um, environmental forestry, and then I specialized in coastal resources management. So basically, ayun uh, <laughs> It's up there already. <laughs> galing, galing. Oh, sino pa? Sino pa next? Pamili tayo. Okay, si Sir oh, Sir God Godwill, tama, Sir Godwill. 
Kaya na pangalan God will. Right. God will. Tama ba pronunciation God will? Di ba? Yeah, it's right. God willing, no God willing. <laughs> Good evening to er- Yeah. <laughs> Good evening to everyone who's watching. Uh, my name is God will. I graduated um from diplomacy and international relations at Ateneo last year and um I'm the project head of Kabanatan and together with Linar here we've been organizing um we organized Kabanatan over the past uh, two months nice ayan si Miss Linar are you batchmates ba you're batchmates No. no. Uh, she's... You don't know each other. Nagkasama lang kayo. We're friends. We were good friends now. We were good friends. Yeah. Friends ko talaga, friends. Yeah. Oh. Wow. Ay. Then no joke lang. We're very good friends. We're like one big barkada with friends. the rest of the team. <laughs> oh yes, Miss Denar. Um, Okay. Um. Good evening, everyone. Um. My name is Lenar. I'm a third year co- third year college student. Um. I'm studying AB diplomacy and international relations. So the same course as Gabriel. So as you have noticed, my field of study is really far from um like the environment or mangroves. But I guess um working on Kabanatan, I really realized the importance of mangroves to a lot of um to a lot of aspects of our lives. So yeah, that's why we that's why I've joined Kabanatan and actually I'm the deputy project head of Kabanatan. Wow. Cool, cool, cool. And then sino ba? Si Sir Matthew. Sir Matthew. Okay. Hello everyone. Good evening. My name is Matthew Vincent Tabilog. I'm currently the founder of Mangrove Matters PH and I'm a third year student uh college by the way. Uh. Uh, taking BS Marine Biology from Siliman University. So I really love mangroves. I actually um, learned to love this ano, ecosystem when I took my marine botany class. It's all about marine plants. And my teacher was Dr. Kalumpong. And she was she actually has a field guide on common mangroves. She got algae in the Philippines. She has that field guide. So she's uh, one of the authors. And so ayun, um, because of her... I was able to love more about mangroves. And I'm planning to take uh, my thesis regarding blue carbon. So it's another topic also. It's also about mangroves. That's it lang. Thank you. Grabe, dami ah. Grabe yung credentials ah. <laughs> si, ano, Sir, si, Sir Drew, Sir Drew, from, ano, from Bacolod as well, right? No, I'm from Dumaguete. Dumaguete, Dumaguete. side. Ah. So I'm Drew Strong. Uh, I'm a, I'm a co-founder of Mangrove Matters PH. Um, I'm also a marine bio student, but I'm one here below Matthew. I also I also already took my marine botany, but like, hindi ako ganun ka excellent jan sa field nyan. But seeing the the problem, like the climate change problem, the climate problem, the urgency that we have, and how mangroves actually were being uh being the like larger ecosystems that contribute more relatively parang dun ko nakita dun ko na realize na kailangan natin mas i-emphasize yung uh, mangrove importance ng mangroves lalo na dito sa amin na medyo malapit-lapit kami sa isang mangrove forest na medyo napapabayaan kasi parang tingin ng mga tao it's just for tourism but actually it's much more than that so yun oh. 
yun ang yun actually yun ang gusto natin pag-usapan tonight it's much more the, the, the much more than that i think everyone thinks of it as like a uh like a whole concept alam ko lang yung mangroves is doon mga kuha ng mga crabs <laughs> yun ang yun ang yun ang yun isa sa mga tsaka fireflies yun ang mga but i think that's a good conversation we can start with so so now that you guys are know let's ask the next question is like how did you guys go and uh you know um So let's all put it all together na magsama-sama tayo. How did you guys uh, come to join this advocacy, you know? I mean, you you ay Sir Myron pala. Sir Myron. Hello. Hello Ayun. guys. Ayun, tambis out. Sorry, sorry, hindi ko na. <laughs> it's alright. Bye, bye bye, bye bye. I think it's because we we'll, don't have a video, yeah. No sorry problem. to everyone watching. Uh, my laptop's webcam is broken. Mm, no so problem. yeah. So let me introduce myself. I'm a second-year college student in Suleiman University, currently taking BS Marine Biology like Drew and Matthew. I am a co-founder of Mangrove Matters PH and also the special program set. And similar to Matthew, I got interested in working on mangroves due to our marine botany class. And coincidentally, I also want to work on blue carbon for my thesis. So, so Matthew has been an inspiration to me, and he also encouraged me to to grabe, further my research. Grabe, yeah. Grabe, my, grabe Matthew. <laughs> Last na inspiration pa sa mga tao na to. Naka-inspire pa na. Grabe. But considering that you're still, I think maganda, you're still you're still studying and you're doing all, um, this amazing thing already, this advocacy, and now you were able to connect with all of these amazing people as well from different walks of life. <laughs> Kaya maganda na siguro maganda na tanong maganda tanongin natin is how how yeah and how each one of you guys came to join you. How did you guys? I, I really am not familiar how you guys met and how you guys got to know it. who who knew who knew who who started what. Yan. So sino na sino sino magandang mga juicy kwento. Sino pwedeng magsalaw ng mga juicy kwento paano kayo nagkakilala, paano nagsimula lahat 'to? Juicy kwento. Uh, oh, mga juicy kwento. Yeah. I think God will can answer that. Ah, si God will. Yeah, God will. Wala. <laughs> anyway, um yeah. Ayun, ayun, ayun. Okay, ayan. Sorry for the internet. Um yeah, so it all started. So um Kabanatan is not Thing without one child, one tree, and mangrove matters. Ph, you know, um, it all started when um, we're group kasi kami ng friends. So we're friends who who came up with the idea of putting up a fundraiser, um, in support of environmental care and addressing climate change. Basically, um, we organized kabanatan with the belief that you know part of recovery should be investment into the environment. Care for the environment and um, in a sustainable future, basically. And um, Lenar here is my friend. Um, we're 15 in the team, so they're all all of them. All other 14 are my friends, and we really um, got to discover about mangroves and how important they are to 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 the Philippines, to to the environment in the Philippines. And along the way, when we were looking for communities that we could um, engage with. Um, we did one child one tree and mangrove map speech. So um, throughout the project, our official beneficiary was 
see um one one shot one three and we had mangrove matters ph as a co-presenter and it's really nice because you know we have an organization from bulacan we have an organization from um from visayas so it's it 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 was really nice to be able to work with them for for this and the uh, kabanatan was so successful um five round and because of that we got mangrove matter each as well so um in the coming months we're going to be keeping in touch for 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 everything that will be transpiring from how um the fulfillment through the fulfillment fulfillment of their projects and um yeah so that's that's the story of how we met basically so i guess to to discuss more of what they're what um they've been doing i'd let ma'am natalia or or sarah matthews speak But but this is was this ano was this excited uh, natin sila Matthew Simons Natalia was this just this year, last year lang or how many years ago mm-hmm. when you guys all got to, got connected? Very recently, Gian. Um, it's only March. I think before March, uh, February, maybe the beginning of Feb. Uh, uh, Godwill got in touch with us. We are friends now. Yes, am I right? We are friends now, and so yes, yeah. And uh, I disagree with what Godwill said that the Banatan will not be there without Okot and and Mangrove Matters. I think uh, they played a big role in actually linking us and making this like a unified group because without Kabanatan, there will be a separate one child one tree and a separate mangrove matters but with Kabanatan, it paved the way for us to work together and we know that when we work together more impact and more outcomes that we can achieve so Agreed. we thank Godwill. Godwill's name is really you know God's appropriate will. because it's, it's God sent <laughs> God sent God, ikaw pala God will na naman yung nag-connect sa kanila lahat. Ah, inspiration din pala makalik pa lang kay ni Matthew. Yes. Di ba? <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that that's I think what you said is right. No? Well, I, I think, think there's more power in connecting together and doing things together mm-hmm. and there's more impact if you do if you yeah. are uh, working together as, as a bigger group yeah. and more people mm-hmm. are doing in different parts yeah. of it. That's awesome. That's awesome. So Sir Matthew, ikaw naman boss. Paano ay na paano ka na nakausap? Wait, first it wait. Kanino ko lang. Sino yung unang nakausap kanino? Like how uh kinuusap mo na yung Mangrove or like how did you guys how did you guys find each other in the first place? Parang how come you never ako maghanap ng mga yes. friends ng Mangrove pero kayo pa parang dali sa inyo. <laughs> yeah. Uh Well, believe it or not, Lenar and I just went on Facebook to 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 really look for groups, and that's how we found the both of them. So it's more or less at the same time. Wow. Yeah. So we're not even on Facebook search. We're not even going to do Facebook search. <laughs> There you go. Search. <laughs> yes. Ayan, sige. Uh, yun, sir, si Abby. Ayan, si... Hi, Clint. Nawala si Clint. Bumalik na ulit si Clint. Ayan. Yes. Ayan, si Abby. Abby. So, pani Ay, si Abby. Yes. Sino ba yung magkukwento po kanina? I forgot. Si Matthew pala. Matthew. <laughs> Otoloy. Dami natin. So, nakilala mo si... si God, the Godwin and Lenar, nakilala na si Miss 
Natalia, and then they started to work with One Child One Three, and then you got also in touch with uh, Matthew. But uh, from any uh, any find and you found them in Negrospa. It's not even in close to Metro Manila, no. But Gagal, you're based in Manila, or you're based outside of Metro Manila, ba? You're based in Metro Manila, then. Ah, uh, I'm I'm in Quezon City. So so Lenore and I were both based in Manila. Based yeah. Na. No, layo pa na hari yung negros pa yung isa. Isa, taga-bulakan. Yeah. Mm. yeah. And that's the good yeah. thing. Because, uh, the, the ta- mm-hmm. Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. Ah, okay, sige na. Okay, because what happened actually, um, God will uh, chatted us on our Facebook page, like Mangrove Matters PH, because um, they wanted to do an online fundraiser for ano, mangrove planting activity. So it was really timing, no? Because we already had a project in mind. So it's Bakawan para sa Katawan. So if you try to translate mm-hmm. it in English, it's mangroves for the people. So we sent our concept note to Godwill, and he said that they already found a um, beneficiary for the online fundraising event. So why not being one of the co- be, why not being the co-presenter of the event? So I mean, okay, why not? And then uh, the event was really successful. Uh, we earned more than uh, what we expected, and it was uh, really because of Godwill, the leadership of Godwill, and even the Mamnat from One Child One Tree. And really thankful because um, supposedly only One Child One Tree will be only receiving the funds, but ended up that Mangrove Matters should also. Uh, we also um, got some of the funds. From the entire project, and that those uh, the money will go directly to our mangrove growing project here in Negros Occidental, which uh, is actually in line with the project that I sent to Godwill, the Bakawan Parasakatawan project. Actually, we just launched our project um, this night. We will have a webinar this 30, this March 31. So it's uh, like uh, a launching for our project, which is funded by Kabanatan. Galing. Galing talaga, galing talaga ni Godwill. Galing talaga ni Linaro. Mm-hmm. Level talaga. Nice, nice. Good yes. start. Good stuff. Good stuff. Yes. So, alright. So let's go to the, let's go to the crooks of the discussion. I think this is like a, this is something that we can, we can, you know, we can um, talk more about is really, can you tell us more why mangroves are important? Ito, gusto natin malaman. Why are mangroves really important in in our country? I think our countries, hindi naman lahat ng country may mangroves, di ba? Or Thailand, uh, like, where where are the, where are, are there other, I mean, as a specific to a certain uh, climate ba that mangroves grow? Yeah, it may be found in the tropics and subtropics and on the equator. So if you try to find um the most diverse mangroves, you can, also, you can find it mostly in Southeast Asia. So like they have the most diverse ano, uh, mangrove areas there. However, no, like despite having a diverse set of mangroves, it's also one of the areas or regions in the world with the biggest mangrove loss because of aquaculture and anthropogenic factors. True. Cool. Mm. Why are, are mangroves so important? Um, so uh, they, uh, yeah, let's yes, start with... Yes, Drew. True. True. I think that it was true. Ah, okay. So, para sa atin, of course, diba, the Philippines, we are an archipelagic country. We are surrounded by water. And then, yung Pacific Ocean na sobrang laki and somehow very volatile. So, sa atin, being a country in the tropics, like, 
part of our country is on the literal equator. So mangroves are really important for us. Uh, one, dahil it is itong, uh, a buffer for storm surges, buffers for typhoons and other atmospheric uh, events that actually somehow are detrimental to human society. Kumbaga. Parang they act as uh, they mute the waves, yung sobrang laking waves pag may bagyo from the sea, from the sea to the shore. So parang pag malaki yung waves sa dagat, pagpasok niya, pag may mangroves, numiliit siya. Eh, a lot of places in our country have lost some mangroves, some mangrove forests. So these ecosystems became degraded. So kaya mas nagiging prone tayo sa mga like losses and damages pag may bagyo. Eh hindi yun rin yung problem eh. Hindi tayo na-orient. Hindi tayo we as Filipinos are not that knowledgeable about this. No? That is why we we started uh, Mangrove Matters PH. We look for avenues para naman malaman ng tao na these mangroves are actually really important. Another thing is, aside from uh, disaster risk management, they're also good for us economically. So they, give, they are places where we can uh, culture fish. We can culture crabs, we can culture shrimps, many, many animals. Parang maraming uh, marine animals na may economic value ang galing usually sa mangroves. Kasi diba pag makita mo yung mangrove forest, parang shallow yung water, tapos may mga, may kakahoyan, may woods, may barks, ganyan. Tapos parang these juvenile fish, the baby fishes, kumbaga, hide within these para hindi sila mapredi hindi makain ng predators. So when they grow to a point of in uh, in their lives to adulthood, dun pa sila nagiging economically valuable. So yun, another, ano rin yun na parang we cultivate economically these fishes and uh, food sources from these mangroves. No? Another thing, another thing is, of course, relevant rin talaga for experience page is tourism. Kasi diba, Ecotourism has become a large industry now in the Philippines, lalo na sa atin na parang we are very much blessed with uh, ecological sites na sobrang ganda. Parang di mo mahahanap sa ibang parte ng mundo. So for example, dito sa amin sa Negros, marami kami medyo, me, medyo like, marami kami mangrove forests na kanilang nade-develop ng government as ecotourism sites despite na uh, well, yun nga ngayon eh pandemic tayo hindi tayo nakakapasyal ng maigi pero naman andiyan pa rin yung ecological impact yung tourism impact niya kasi people still would like to explore these places they show uh, initiative they show their curiosity their interest in exploring these places tapos yung mga local governments natin yung communities natin within those mangrove forests parang dinedevelop nila para naman na kahit na tourism spot siya, magiging sustainable siya in such a way na hindi natin, kahit na maraming tao, hindi natin i-degrade to a point na masisira siya, mar super maraming basura, ganun siya ka-important. Like, with its importance, its various importance now, it's really, ha we're really happy, like, our various organizations. We're really happy to see na kahit na hindi pa tayo ka knowledgeable, people in the community actually see these importance and actually parang 
kusang loob nila nakikita yung uh, importance and like the benefits that they themselves get from these mangroves. For sure. Yeah. And benefits mangroves. But hindi lang, hindi lang siya masyadong naibibigyan ng importansya or priority, no? Yes. Di na, di... Ginagawa, ginagawang reclamation area yung mga may mga mangroves, yung mga mangroves. Na... Yun rin eh, parang uh, once people see, parang sisikat yung mangrove area, so people would think na, sige, lagyan natin ng resort. Lagyan natin ng mas malaking, let's say, like establishment. So, madideforest nila kasi maglalagay sila ng buildings and whatever. Parang hindi nila nakikita, like, hindi nila nakikita na may negative effects yun, malaking negative effect yun sa ecosystem ng mangroves and sa future ng mangrove forest mismo. Kasi, parang, uh, for example, somewhere in Luzon right now, there's been an issue na parang may maglalagay ng medyo malaking airport somewhere na mag-displace ng, like, a large portion of mangrove forests somewhere in Luzon. So kami, as, ano, as we are just a youth organization, Mangrove Matters PH is just a youth organization, but with the avenue that we have right now with people, more people uh, being on their phones, more people staying at home, parang despite na hindi, wala kami sa Luzon mismo, kaming Mangrove Matters, wala kami sa Luzon, yung presence namin, we try to uh, parang expose ourselves to the people there para naman sila yung maging aware na pag matutuloy yung airport project na yan, it's gonna be really detrimental. So that they themselves can take the initiative na ay hindi pala, hindi, like kahit na may short-term development pag may airport, long-term, in the long run, walang, wala eh. Masisira talaga yung ecosystem, masisira yung habitat ng maisda, masisira yung kabuhayan ng mga fishermen, masisira yung yung benefits na they're gonna reap sana. So, we really try to emphasize it, no? We really try, parang advocacy-based namin is emphasis on the importance and the parang exposure of the benefits of these mangrove forests talaga. Nice. You, anyone wants to share? Uh... Uh, I think Abby, as a forester and has already has done uh, a man, uh, research in Tibagin, can also share the importance of mangroves. But I think we also understand from reading that mangroves also sequester carbon from the environment. So yung roots nila also absorb carbon dioxide. So more than any other trees in the world i think i've read that i'm not a scientist i i i didn't study that but i just read that it is one of the best trees that sequester carbon dioxide so it means the more mangroves we plant the more carbon can be sequestered and it will not go to the ozone layer so that's that's a big deal for us environmentalists and for all humanity so that we don't uh, ruined ozone layer so uh tama ba ako abby <laughs> hi abby sige um, and consultant yeah. kasi <laughs> actually everything that drew and tita said are true and right 
So, just to share, so it's true, I did uh, have a research already about mangroves, uh, the mangroves of Pibagin here in Hagone, Bulacan. So basically, that's how I started my mangrove journey. So it started out as a research topic for my practicum report. Then eventually, I fell in love with the mangroves. So I shared my research findings to One Child, One Tree, which I am now a volunteer of. And then uh, we were able to share the findings to uh, the Sangguni Ang Barangay and to the Sangguni Ang Bayan of Haguna as well. And the research findings were very valuable because isa sa matagal na tanong na nila is uh, sa dami ng ginawa nating pagtatanim, sa dami ng ginawa nating mangrove efforts, why are they failing miserably? What's the problem? So what I found out is that um, it's not just uh, because of the mangrove efforts and the intentions of your of the planting that uh, went into place. It's more of the approach used on how these activities were done because uh, the number one reason why they failed is that uh, these efforts lack ecological guidance or they lack the science-based approach. Um, and then, may medyo, yeah. I think that's, mm -hmm. a, that's a good point naman. We cannot just base it on alone, but we have to put it on like proper, proper how, the how, which is science, which science provides, the how and the why. Cool, cool, cool. Yes. Jaka, just to share then, uh, I, I think Drew mentioned this earlier because microbes are very, very important. So, more than mangroves being a nature-based solution for climate change and, you know, the importance of establishing coastal green belts in the Philippines and, you know, how important it is when, you know, buffering the waves and the storm surges, protecting the coastal areas, huge potential for carbon sequestration. You know, I, I've always believed that on top of what mangroves do, the most important thing is that uh, more than the nature side of things, it also mobilizes the communities. Because, eh. uh Environment aside, importante din na magkaroon tayo ng uh, empowerment on citizens, citizen science as what they call it. Kasi hanggat hindi natin nagiging ka-partner yung mga nasa coastal communities, no matter how science-based our approaches are, yung mga taong naapektuhan mismo, if they don't understand what we're trying to do, uh, mahihirapan tayo kasi we would still consider them as threats instead of partners. And that's why mangroves are important. But the approach used uh, in doing all these mangrove efforts are as important as well. So science-based and community-based. And that's uh, actually the advocacy of One Child, One Tree and also a part of the advocacy of Mangrove Matters in Kabanatan as far as I understand and believe. Nice. Tama naman. I think, it, I think it's, a, it's, a, it's an effort. It's, like, it's also a community effort. It cannot be just done by just one singular group or two sing two groups or three groups. No, mm -hmm. it has to be a, a concerted effort between the stakeholders of the community and people who are uh, who have the science to help out, make people understand. Tama, no? I think it's a it's a it's really a, it's a dapat tulong tulong talaga yan, eh, educating everyone who are going who's going to be affected. Ayan, so may may ano pala tayo. So, because there are a lot of people who are actually like watching. So hi John Paul, Relation Pakyao. Watching from Occident Davao Occidental. God bless mangrove warriors. Thank you. And then we have here. Sir Sean. 
And there's someone from Sharga, Surigao State College watching there, Mr. Jemar. And there's a question here actually: How do we become part of a man? Become part of Mangrove Warriors? Yes. Okay, na natin yung mm-hmm. I think there is yeah. actually. <laughs> may 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 bini-message ako ni Dave, sabi ni Dave. Ayun, kailangan present na. Pwede ka na present. something to show us pala. So we can actually uh, uh a presentation that you guys want to share. Yes, if you can make me uh, enable me to share. Yeah, sure. Uh Dave. Okay. Yes, uh Oh, paano ba maging mag-mangrove warrior? Ano <laughs> gusto ko tanungin niya? Paano ba ano ba, ano ba yung kailangan gawin for Hindi naman yeah. atang like wala naman atang standards kung kailangan mo ba mag-aral about yeah. mangroves or do you have to have like, Kailan ba kailan ba sumali sila sa Mangroves Matters PH or One Child One Tree or Kabana, Kabanatan or That's one way. That's that's kabana. a start. <laughs> you can oh, consider guys, that a start. Na. Pamiki kayo sa tatlo. Pwede kayo sumali sa tatlo. Sa lahat din Ayan. So, if you guys have, ano, if you guys want to share more of your advocacy, please do so. No? I'll, I'll start off. Uh, ay, una dapat, sabi ni Dave, unahin daw dapat si Kaban... Kaban ah, okay. Sige, sige. Well, Kabanatan. Uh, Kabanatan. Okay, sh- okay, I'll stop sharing. <laughs> right, I'll stop sharing. Ayan. So Dave, please do the honors. Ayan, okay. Narinig ba ako? Kasi it's the Wi-Fi. So sorry talaga. But yeah, that's basically our team. Actually, so that's, we're actually 15. Meron isang hindi nakasama dito, but we're 15 people. Um, Three of them are actually my high school friends. And the rest are from, Aten- are from, um, from Co- Ateneo, from college. So that's the team. And, and um, I think the beautiful thing about Kabanatan is we all did it completely online. We never met in person to to organize this, and I think that's um, with two members um, coming um, being based in the US by right now. I think that's one of the really nice things. So like the power of collaboration online and how that made Kabanatan possible, and and with our continued online engagement with our partners with One Child One Team Mango Matter Speech, it was really nice to see how it all came through. And even for even for for just, for just a short time. So yeah, so that's that's our team basically who 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 did it who did all the work behind the scenes. And um, you know, I guess I'm I'm pretty sure I think there's a few other pictures that can be shown. You no, know, we had two kinds of events actually in Kabanatan. This was held by the way, uh, March one to six. So we had an online fair. We invited different businesses to pledge an amount, us a, a portion of their profits from one week to Kabanatan in exchange for our. For, for us promoting them and really getting them out there. And then the other events that we had are what we called sundown sessions. And these are basically parang webinars. Na, pero informal, parang kwentuhan. Parang ito lang. That, um, uh, that we strategically planned to be about different topics, but all connected in one way to another or another to, to environmental conservation. Yeah, that's Joey Ayala. Joey Ayala and um we had him perform for our first event. Um so so and it was really nice to have his you know his art basically really um promoting you know um environmental conservation and the need to invest in 
in aspects like mangroves. So what we like, what what we did was, um, if you know, if you go to our Facebook page and you see our events, our topics really different. So like we had on our first event, our first sundown session, we invited um different advocates representing um four key advocacies related to mangrove conservation, which is you know climate governance. We invited a mental health advocate, a food a food security enthusiast, and someone who's an expert in disaster risk to really talk about not just mangrove conservation, but just how we can take better care of our environment and how it is so important to do so for the sake of a better future. And then we had our second sundown session where we invited um, two um, women entrepreneurs um, um, who own, who co-founded um, local Filipino business, um, both local Filipino clothing business online. And it was a really nice conversation about um, empowering communities through entrepreneurship, supporting local, and how their business models are models or or embodies parang business philosophies that can be looked up to when it comes to really pursuing sustainability and the future of business, especially beyond the pandemic. And then we had our last sundown session wherein we invited different um, international relations enthusiasts because that's my background and that's the nurse background also. So we, we tapped into four young people representing um, international relations who all came from abroad. So they were like two Filipinos and then one Malaysian and one Indonesian. And we already talked about, you know, the importance of addressing issues like climate change at the global scale. So I think the point coming from all of this is, ang ganda kasi, um, the discussion on environmental conservation and specifically mangrove conservation isn't just a discussion on its own. It it hits a lot of different parts of of, of society, a different a lot of aspects of of life that it's not important for its own sake, but it's important because literally every aspect of our life you know depends on the earth where we all live and and we need to understand that um it's the only way we can ensure a better future a better life for everyone whatever aspect it may be is really um invest in in the environment invest in in environmental conservation i think that's something that we wanted to prove through kabanatan and i think we, we like we'd like to think that we got the message out there above above everything above in more than raising the money um we, we did get the message out there on why it's really important to take care of the environment and why you know mangroves deserve more attention in that sense siguro ba kasi lenor baka mayroon pa siyang gusto ring ikwento you know about like her thoughts also co-heading this project yeah si lenor okay um just just building on what god said that um more than just raising funds we really want to raise awareness on um, mangrove conservation. So, honestly, um, we uh, we asked Mangrove Matters PH to um, to conduct an educational session with us because, um, just to be honest, majority or if not all of us don't have backgrounds with regards to mangroves. So we just really we just we just really wanted to start a fundraiser. Um, for to uh, to raise funds for um to raise funds for 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 a specific organization, but then of course we want to be able to to get the message across. So so really more than just working on kabanatan, we were actually studying about mangrove ma- mangroves mangroves and its conservation along the way. So I guess that's one thing that that I want to emphasize that 
honestly, more than more than just raising funds, it's uh, it's also about raising awareness. And another thing that Godwill wasn't wasn't able to touch on is the fact that um, we want to focus on the community. So community in the sense that um, our team is actually composed of friends. So in that sense, it's already a community of its own. And then, um, as Godwill mentioned, we have this um, online fund, uh, online bazaar. So we have had um, 13 businesses participate in our online bazaar. So in exchange for promotion, they gave us a percentage of their income for, for an entire week. So it's a community of some sorts because um, majority of those 13 businesses are actually friends or friends of friends. So, for example, ako, um, three of the businesses are actually owned by people I know personally. So that's that's one thing we wanna we wanna um, share. Then now, when you do something, um, it's it's supposed to be about the community, like what Miss um, Abby said earlier. Like, um, yeah, ensure that everyone is involved because that that's the way how we can save the environment. Honestly, when we are together. Nice. So yeah, I guess I guess that's it for for Kabanatan. But we have a lot. We have a lot in store, pa. Um, just to give a context, um, Kaban the meaning of Kabanatan is actually resilience. So I don't know if uh, if someone already said that, but yeah, that's that's the meaning of Kabanatan in English, and and um, it actually ano lang, it runs from March one to six, but we've been working on it since January. So it's really um, it was really a short project, but it it has grown um into a bigger project and with a wider reach and yeah we have more projects along the way around july 26 so yeah we we still have um something planned we don't want to end it yet though though we've already yeah. raised the fund we've already raised awareness but we still have something planned um in the future cool cool sige we will yeah, natin yan mamaya, yung mga plans for 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 each of the organizations. Um Dave. We have I think we have uh, no, Miss Natalia is gonna be uh okay. presenting. Yeah, you just wanna share your yeah, but we can share what one child one tree is for people who are interested uh-huh. in knowing what one child one tree is. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for the opportunity to share what we do, who we are. And I'll just start. Can you see it? Can yeah, everyone can, see can the... See the okay. Okay. So this is the presentation for me and Abby will also chip in towards the end. So we know that uh, Bulacan is just, is it south or north of Manila? Where are we? Where is the NCR? Yes, but it's there and it's very near Manila, but definitely far from where Matthew and the rest of Mangrove uh, Mothers BH are, but we're near Manila. So the, the area that we are actually are, uh, it's in Hagunoy here, it's, uh, it's a coastal area, part of Bulacan. Mm-hmm. And the two coastal barangays that we are supporting in terms of the mangrove reforestation are Pugad and Tibagin. So 
who is one child one tree so we are a family-based started to be a family-based advocacy so my husband and i ramley and i started it with our children mikael we have three children mikael claude and ayesa but ayesa and claude are married to monica and randolph so our five children it is community-based uh, it started in january 2017 it is a community-based and it means that we involve the lo local people local government units at barangay municipal and provision levels so we coordinate the engagement of those other stakeholders it's volunteer-led and volunteer-managed with close to 100 volunteers. Because there's my family, a uh, small family, we won't be able to do this advocacy without our almost 100 volunteers from all ages, but mostly young people like, you're, uh, like you are. You know, everyone here is uh, young people, so mostly youth, young people, and some young professionals. It's also research-based, as Abby mentioned, that our program is informed by research data. So we don't just plant tree, we, we understand what to plant. We understand the days or the months that we need to plant. We know what species of mangroves we need to plant in a specific zone in the reforestation area. And lastly, I'm, I'm proud to say that we are, we are an award-winning local community-based and volunteer-led organization in Hagonoy. So award-winning in, uh, in 2019, Jollibee, if you're familiar with uh, Jollibee Family Values Awards, say they recognize families, family advocacy for certain aspects, for certain fields. And for the environment, we had a special citation that was in 2019. So that's my family, my husband, myself, Ayesa, Claude, and Miko or Mikael. Also, and this is something that we are very proud, we were the national winner in 2020, just last year during the pandemic. And you can see when they receive, when my family, my children received the award from Austrian embassy delegates they were wearing masks and this this is our mayor is this mayor Amboy. Uh, this is miss christina yes do you know her oh, christina yeah. stevier stevier yeah yeah, yeah. She's, a, she's a i know okay. she's a big fan of experience philippines <laughs> we love uh, her yes yeah. see there, there are connections already so she <laughs> went to Hagun, yes she looks so familiar Yes, he is uh, one of the representatives, the, uh, another Filipino. I think two Filipinos came with her. They're yeah. from Advantage, Austria, right? So uh, because Austria. Energy, yes, Energy Globe is the most prestigious award for environment, sustainability and environment. And we were declared the national winner last year during the pandemic. That's our mayor in red, Mayor Amboy Manlapas, senior. And these are my children, and you know, Christina. Yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, small world. Um, give my regards to her. She's, she's lovely. Yes. Okay, what we have implemented so, we have planted since 2017, we have planted over 5,000 mangroves in the mangrove site in Tibagin and Pugad. And you can see some pictures where that is later. We also plant in 
Sierra Madre, in North Sagaray, Mount Balagbag, and in school. So we have planted trees, usually Nara and other fruit-bearing trees uh, in schools and uh, upland. So not just mangroves. That was mostly done by, by volunteers themselves. And we have also built five biointensive gardens in five schools. So these are called food forests to address the nutrition problem in some of our schools. You know, some of our children uh, need vegetables and fruits. So the food forest is a response to that need. Com uh, our program is community-based. So we planned and we already coordinated the building of community nursery in Tibagi in Hagone Gulacan. And what Kabanatan has raised, uh, um, the amount of uh, the money that they have raised during the fundraising from March 1 to 6 will be used to develop a community-based community nursery, community-based mangrove nursery in Tibagin. Abby can tell you more about that later. But we also have scoped and or the organization of people's organizations because we would like the people to have a say in the decisions. We, this is community-based program. As a social worker and a, a previous community development, I know the importance of people engagement. That is my job now in the United Kingdom. I am a engagement officer, an engagement manager. So I know that if if we just pass policies, if we do uh, things, projects without or the engagement of people, it will not it will not succeed. So we would like to organize a people's organization in Pugad and Tibagin. Also, this is a partnership. So we have established the ECHO, uh, thanks to Abby for the for the name. It's Environment Coalition of or Hagunoy Organizations. Currently, we have uh, an, uh, other two members, Bulacan State University and uh, Good Neighbors International Philippines and One Child, One Tree. And I have invited some more organizations in Bulacan to also join this coalition. We have also held training events on environment protection, solid waste management, mangrove research, survey research, mangrove conservation. Uh, if you can notice, it's not just about mangrove because we are, uh, these things are interconnected. If you are not aware of how to manage your solid waste, then you will just dump your rubbish or your garbage in the, in the, in the river and it will go and ruin our mangrove forest. So we raised awareness of people by conducting and holding different activities, usually webinar and online training. And pre-pandemic, it was a face-to-face -face training on all of these topics. We have also conducted mangrove assessment in Tibagin and Pugad because nothing has been done before. So we know what species we have there and what were the dominant species in particular zones. That will inform the kind of species that we will plant because we know what will grow in the particular area. And we are also a member of the Central Luzon Blue Carbon Network. So we're excited really to work with, with Mangrove um, Matters because they also mentioned that they are interested and very keen in the blue, car blue carbon research. So that, that in the future, we would like to collaborate and we would like really to measure 
the carbon sequestration of our mangroves in Bulacan, uh, particularly in Hagonoy. And lastly, we do advocacy. So in 2018, I advocated my family and our volunteers. We advocated for 10 hectares to be declared a reforestation area in Tibagin and Pugad. And it was passed in 2018 by our Sangguniang Bayan ng Hagonoy. And we thank them really, especially Vice Mayor Angel Cruz for the support and all the councillors in Hagonoy Bulacan. And this year, or last year, they budgeted 700,000 for mangrove reforestation. So, and, and also we advocated for long-term mangrove reforestation program. We want to our efforts to be sustainable. So it's not just planting, it's also about monitoring of the mangroves. It's about empowering the community. It's about raising the awareness of the public. It's about everything because we, as I said, everything is interconnected. So this was the very first project in January 2017. I trained 20 volunteers with, who then conducted training on environment protection to almost for a simultaneous in 25 schools in Hagonoy. Simultaneously, they conducted the seminar to a total of over 4,000 children and planted around 1,000 Nara in different schools. So there's some pretty faces of children. Don't worry, I had uh, the consent from the school to show this. Uh, this is one of the training that was conducted by one UP Los Baños professor, Professor Glenn Umali, this one. And, and he very kindly trained our volunteers from the leading environment action for the environment, uh, oh, sorry, for the future, LEAF. They are a partner. They are a group of young people from Hagonoy. Um, and they helped us with the mangrove assessment. So first, Professor Umali trained them on how to assess mangroves. Uh, that's my daughter, Ayesa, there. So this is the field work that they did uh, I am in connection with the training. So the, the, the volunteers were taught how to assess mangroves. This was done in just uh, during a pandemic in January, the end of January. So we did a mangrove assessment and you can see, um, I'm sure these are familiar to Mangrove uh, Matters BH, the SASA. Yes, uh, one of uh, mangrove species. And I think I will let um, this is also yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, what is the scientific name? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I think I'll be done to answer that. So actually, nipa or sa commonly called here in Bulacan, it's actually yes, it's a palm. It's uh, from the family of Ericaceae, but it's also a mangrove. It's a mangrove. Yeah, so when you say mangrove, yes. so Major special mangrove, yung normal yung normal nature ng mangrove yung mga parang kanina yung pinakita niya sa isang picture kasi ko ganun ang mangrove ganun yes. pala yung mangrove uh, yung pala yan yes yes, yes. i think there are over there ah, are 85 ah, species ah, <laughs> i think there are eight na picture ng different 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 uh different itsura ng mga mangrove yes. 
Yes, I think we we have a zoological society. Yes. Uh, Dr. Primavera has produced all the species of mangroves that we can send you the link. There are over 85. And I think, Abby, we have 35 in the Philippines of those I species, know, right? I, I don't remember good, the exact count. Yeah, of the species all over the Philippines. And yes. uh, from our end here in Bulacan, we have at least, uh, we have identified at least six kinds. Uh, six species yes. of mangroves. I'm sure there yes. are more and there are variations pa sa place oh, yes. yes. Yeah, there's sure. another one there, Abby. Mm -hmm. Abby, what's that one in the middle, the tall one? Is that api-api or bungalon? What's that? Uh, I'm not sure. I can't see it well. But uh, it should be within the, uh, around, ano, siguro, Seneratia Asholaris. Yes. yes. Okay. It's also a mangrove? It's yeah. a mangrove, yes. It's it looks like actually the, the area where they're standing that's a mangrove island in mangrove. uh in habunoy at least in tibagin and Pugat, we have at least 12 mangrove islands so that's just one of the 12. yes Okay. Wow, so umalaman lahat ng mga ano na yan, ano meron sa atin. Yeah. Ano <laughs> <laughs> natin picture. <laughs> okay. So yeah, this yeah, is yeah. one of yeah, the mangroves yeah, then. Yan yeah, ang familiar ako, nakikita ko lagi. Uh, this is, I think, bakawan, we call them bakawan babae, and there's also bakawan lalaki. This mangrove uh, rhizophora is the scientific name of this. So that's uh, one of our planting events that we did in 2019 pre-pandemic. So there's uh, a little child here. <laughs> yes, our uh, two children here, they, they are my grandchildren, okay? Wow. So we also plant as a family with our friends. Uh, that's how we love the environment. That's how we love Hagonoy. Pero so that's the... Sorry? Kailangan low tide. Oh, oh, low tide. Uh, minsan, makikita niyo mamaya hanggang... Minsan hanggang tuhod din yung nakakapagtanim din. You have to to be prepared to go, you know, to go deep, deep in the mud. Yeah? Di pa siya, no? Di pa siya delikado. But like, best of time. Ano, may parang quicksand, parang ganun type. Hindi naman. Hindi naman. Hindi. Yeah. Okay, so yan, mga natanim na mangroves doon. I think that's Rhizophora. And this is one of our activities as well, is to is to regular clean up. So we we bring volunteers to the site and they clean the mga basura doon. Napakaraming basura. As you can see, uh, th this is also planting, but you can see the basura. Wow. So this is this is our problem because as the waves, you know, bring the, the basura to the mangroves. Ayan na nangyayari. So volunteers clean them up uh, quarterly. We send volunteers to the site. And also water lilies. See the water lilies. That's Manila Bay. Wait. Ma and, diba, or, yeah. Di ba okay yung water lilies? Ba, ba delikado ba yung water lilies? Kasi pumupulupot siya sa ano eh, sa di na makahinga yung, ano, yung mangroves. Saka nasisira nila kung bata pa. Kung malaki na yung mangroves, siguro. Ah, so um, matotolerate. Mm -hmm. Parang pala siyang, parang yeah. siyang ano, um, predator, parang ganun. Oo. <laughs> Kaya yeah. kailangan namin, ang isang pro, susunod na project namin, uh, maybe next month, is to to build a fence, a strong fence around para hindi siya pupuntahan ng water lilies. So, si uh, sako-sako na 
sako-sako na basura ang nakukuha ng mga volunteers diyan. So ayan yung mga malalaking mangroves na 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 ano na tumutubo doon. Trash, yes. Okay, sorry. My 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 grandchild just reminded me it's not rubbish. Sorry, I that's rubbish is trash or garbage. Yes? Yes. So, yeah. it's a British it's a British way of saying Yeah, that. I'm I'm yes, I'm sorry. Rubbish. I'm I've been I am a worker in I'm an employee in the UK so I'm used to saying rubbish but this is trash or garbage. So yan mga volunteers. Ito din mga volunteers na naglilinis. Ito naman is one of this is the direct two of the directors of feed. So fostering education for an environment for development. So this is Anne Marie Bakker and this is Diane Penales. So they are our partners in in the conservation project. Some of the some of the community members who attended some one training in Tibagin. Uh, this is uh, what we hope to do to build a fence around uh, the mangrove area. Kasi nawala na tong fence na to. That was last year. Pero ngayon, binisita namin, wala na sila. So naanod or na nahingi ng mga tao, hindi natin alam. So this is, uh, as, as I said, we are community-based. So we involve the Barangay Council. And I think Abby can can explain from here. Abby, can you talk through as I flick on? Can you see the pictures, Abby, so that I can just flick yes, uh, the pictures? Okay, okay. so if you this can explain what that, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, yeah. Yes. Okay. okay. I think I'll go ahead. Uh, this was last uh, January 30, uh, just, just this year, January 30, we did the courtesy call to the barangay uh, chairman of uh, Tibagin in Habuni Bulacan before we started our assessment, um, our, our mangrove assessment. And uh, we did this more than the plans of building a community nursery. Uh, we were also informed of uh, what was happening in the area, what were what were the current issues with the mangroves. And uh, yeah, there are a couple of issues on the side. But uh, to top it all, the most important thing is that uh, we have the support of the barangay and the community as well as uh, the Sangguniang Bayan of Habunay towards whatever uh, activities we have. So flashed on the screen right now is actually where we will be building our community mangrove nursery. So uh, that's an empty, uh, not well technically not an empty lot anymore. So it's actually a lot in um, Tibagin Elementary School. So we are uh, securing an agreement with the school for us to be able to use um, this space and turn it into a community mangrove area, not just to, uh, you know, to use the space, but also because we have other goals. So uh, what are our goals? So basically, we want to establish a science-based and community-based mangrove nursery that will encourage responsibility and accountability among the community members of Tibagin. And also, uh, to manage a nursery that can be a stable source of planting stock for future mangrove planting activities. And hopefully, eventually, it will turn into a self-sustaining social enterprise that will benefit the community and the school as well. And also, uh, since uh, one of our uh, long-term goals is for it to become a social enterprise, eventually we want to generate local employment for uh, the community members as future nursery technicians, operators, or managers. And 
and oh, of course, in order for us to succeed, uh, it's not just about us going community-based, but we also have to make sure that uh, the community that we are building is resilient and sustainable so that we will have our partners in mangrove reforestation and rehabilitation. So there, uh, that's pretty much uh, what's, what the nursery is about. And then uh, recently, uh, we did present um, our mangrove reforestation plan to the Sangguniang Bayan of Habunoy. And uh, one of the things that we've been doing um, all throughout uh, last year until this year is uh, consistent lobbying when it comes to uh, policy making, uh, crafting of uh, the, the ordinances. Uh, we did have, uh, we were able to give recommendations and give our insights to uh, our uh, mga konsehal ng bayan for our mangrove ordinances. So, us uh, happy to share that uh, yung 10 hectares ng mangrove protected area na nilalabi namin before. So, uh, hinihintay na lang namin yung implementing rules and regulations so that everything will everything else will follow, everything else will be set into place. So, this was uh, last March. So, Tita and I presented our plans and programs to the Sangguni Ang Bayan. So, um, what is our goal ba in uh, with one child one tree so basically uh more than the things that we've shared about you know community empowerment uh with establishing people's organistic organizations and then sustainability uh, with the community mangrove nursery you know building partnerships with uh, different partners in development volunteerism with the youth and other volunteers and advocacy and research and awareness training now uh, what we always uh tell people especially uh, the ones that we work with, um, our long-term goal for One Child, One Tree is to make Habune greener, uh, resilient and sustainable through community-based and uh, science-based mangrove rehabilitation strengthened by policy enforcement and implementation. Just like what we've shared earlier, hindi kasi siya ano eh, one-man effort eh. It's collaborative, it's holistic. Hindi siya kaya ng isang grupo lang, hindi siya kaya ng One Child, One Tree lang, hindi siya kaya ng uh, mangrove matters lang. Everyone from all sectors uh, should be able to convene and unite in order to make things happen and uh, put into action. So, kasi before ang nangyayari is, uh, maraming plano, maganda yung intentions, maraming plano, maganda yung mga programs, but we always fail at implementation and follow through after the implementation. And that's what we want to address with our programs and by going science-based and community-based so that we don't just stop at having good intentions and uh, implementing them at, at uh, from community level upwards, but we want to make sure that uh, we we secure the sustainability by proper continuity. So there. Wow. There you go. Solid, solid, solid. See, let's now let's go to actually there are several questions. Um, mm -hmm. there's many. There actually not several. There are many questions already that they're popping up. Um, but we still have um, Mangrove um, PH. If you guys are going to be sharing something or whatever. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, you do have it. Yeah. Okay, So maybe we can share that before we... Let's go. No, let's go. Uh, um, since you're going to be sharing. And then maybe after that, we can actually answer the questions that are being put in the comments by certain by mm -hmm. our viewers. Oh, yeah. Sure. Okay, so yes. I actually prepared something. Oh, wait. I have to prepare here. Okay. 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 So from that picture. Oh wait. Okay. I'll, I'll be the one to share. Na lang. 
Wait lang. So, title. Okay. Ah, magtanong si Abby. Abby, yeah, we we well actually we can answer that. Uh, we go, we will pop okay. up. Okay. <laughs> Is it visible? Yeah, yeah, we can see it. Okay, so to give you a short background regarding Magumatic Stage, it's a youth organization founded founded by a group of young Marine Biology students from Sliman University. So this was established during the pandemic mismo. So it was on July 2020. So we aim to uh, mainstream and promote marine conservation efforts, focusing more on coastal habitats and coastal communities. Of course, uh, because we all know that coastal communities highly depend on coastal habitats like seagrasses, mangroves, and even coral reefs. So moreover, the organization raises awareness on environmental issues here in the country, like what's happening right now in uh, City Utilitip. Uh, they want to uh, establish a new airport that will continue to displace the fisher folk communities and destroy the remaining mangrove areas uh, in the province of Bulacan. So um, we also want to provide nature-based solutions in coastal communities for them to be climate resilient from the effects of the climate crisis, because we all know that um, the Philippines is one of the most vulnerable countries to the climate crisis. So I mean, why not using mangroves as a nature-based solution in ameliorating the negative impact of climate change with the use, of course, of uh, mangroves. So this photo here, um, I took, uh, we took this photo yesterday in one of our, um, what you call this, mangrove sites where we want to plant. So we have here Abyssinich, Bungalon. So we have here more photos also. So we went to the area. So we're planning to, um, what you call this, you want to plant 1,500 seedlings of Bungalon or Abyssinia Marina. We, all, we wanted to um, plant Sonoratia alba or Pagatpat. However, when we went to the mangrove nursery, there were no available seedlings for that uh, specific species. Uh, it's because, of course, um, there are there are seasons also for them to grow the seedlings. No, so the only available seedlings that we were able to order was Bungalon or the Abyssinia marina. So this is one of the locations that we want to do enrichment planting in the area. So it's in Barangay Balaring. We have an we have a mangrove eco park there. So it's in Barangay Balaring in Silay City in Negros Occidental. So more photos we have here, um, Kuya. So he's part of Bampa. Bampa is Balaring Mangrove Planters Association. So the association was established in the year 1990. So it's already 30 to 31 years already. So it's a local community that continue to um, plant more mangroves in their area. So Mang Balaring Mangrove Planters Association, that's the name of their organization. They're mostly... Um, senior citizens already, and some members of the youth and members from the local community. So we have here um, photos from the mangrove nursery. We have the only available ones are the Bungalon. So these are just small seedlings of Abyssinia Marina or Bungalon, which we want to uh, do mangrove planting. Because when we do uh, mangrove planting, we cannot just simply plant the available species. We need to assess the area. We need to check the soil type because, we, like, say, for example, Rhizophora or let's say the Bacau, we cannot just simply plant this in a different substrate or different soil. So we also need to assess, like, what's the soil type so that uh, we know that 
these mangoes can really thrive in the area if you want to do mango planting because that's the essence of mangrove planting. We want to grow mangroves, no? And then next uh, slide here. So we have here like this is this is the pneumatophore or let's say the aerial use of mangroves. So they do gas exchange there because of the because of lenticels. It's like small pores uh, that you can find in the pneumatophores or the roots of these mangroves. So they all thought first like these are dead mangroves, but no, these are actually roots that protrude from the ground. So those are called pneumatophores, uh, which constitute mostly on Abyssinia and Sonoratia. So Pagatpat or Bungalon, if we want to uh, indicate the local names. So in this one, it, this one is in Barangay Catabla, Zone 3 in Talisay City, Negros Occidental, just beside Silay City. So this is also one of our potential sites to do mangrove planting. Uh, most of the communities there are fisher folks. We have here Rhizophora macronata. We also have here um, a small portion of um, Rhizophora species here. And we want to, to conduct our mangrove planting um, in this area. So during the low tide, um, we can see that it, it, uh, it has um, in the seaward zone mostly Pagatpat with the Sonoratia. So uh, we're planning to plant Sonoratia species there if there are available seedlings. Because in the seaward zone, there are existing sonoratia. And then behind them, we have the rhizophora, the bakau, uh, babae, the rhizophora mokronata. They also have the bungalon or the abyssinia marina. They also have the bungalon pote or the abyssinia alba. So it's really diverse there. So for this one, um, I went to Bolila Island. It's in the municipality of Kinobaan. I was called by the LGU um, of Kinobaan. It's a municipality in Negros Occidental to assess the area. So it was um, Bolila Island Mangrove Eco Park Resource Assessment and Site Planning. So uh, I was there, I, had, uh, I represented Mangrove Matters PH, so I had a talk on mangrove ecology. So after a few days or so, we went to the Bolila Island. So this is me um, grabbing on the bark of the Rhizophora. We also have here Rhizophora stylosa, Bacao Bato. And we have here, this is in Bolila Island. Um, it's, they want to make it an e mangrove eco park. Uh, it's because, of course, they want to uh, make more income for the coastal communities because the residents there, um, they are also fisher folks and maybe um, educate more people on conserving the mangroves also. Make it really sustainable and with better management. Also, more photos here. It's also in Bolila Island. It's a really big. Sonoratia alba. It's a pagatpatri. Next one. So during the conduct of uh, mangrove assessment, uh, we found we found an agreta alba. It's a little uh, agreta garzeta. Sorry, it's a little egret. Uh, we rescued that one um, in the middle of the mangrove areas in Bulila Island. So the Philippine Coast Guard was able to rescue the bird, and also. Um, Thankfully, I, I was able to bring my camera. Uh, I was able to spot the Philippine duck or Anas Luzonica in the area because um, there were only few uh, there were only few records of Philippine ducks in the Philippines, and it's um, IUCN status, conservation status. I think it's vulnerable, so we really need to protect this uh, species because it's already it's also a migratory bird, the Philippine duck. So it was also found in Bolila Island. And we also did a seagrass assessment. Uh, we found uh, different species of seagrasses in the area because 
uh, just near the, the mangroves, you also have the sea grasses there. So here's a photo of the mainland in Pinobaan. It's really nice there. And this one is the roots of Exocaria agaloka. Um, I think it's buta-buta, um, the mangrove species. And this one is a photo of me. And this one is a seagrass, really long. So my height is, I'm actually 6 plus, so 183 centimeters. So I try to look here, it's really, I know, it's really long. So far, one of the longest seagrasses that I have ever encountered in my life. And then I also found a uh, lesser frigate bird uh, when we uh, when we toured the island. So this one is a lesser frigate bird that I took a photo of. So these are pneumatophores, as I said earlier, so from Pagatpat. And then this was the port um, at 5 a.m. when I took that photo uh, because we had to prepare our things for the field work and everything. More photos from the island. And then, okay. So for this March 31, um, we're planning to conduct a webinar. Um, it's about why mangroves matter. So growing our way into a climate resilient negros. So it's a launching, it's the launching of our project, Pakawan Para Sa Katawhan or Mangroves for the People. So we want to grow 1,500 mangrove seedlings in Silai City in Balaring. And also want to um, share more, wait, I'll open the other, tab for my presentation. All right. Hmm. Okay. So, okay, so for a quick history lang regarding the mangrove matters pH, no? really quick lang. So, uh, we want to do science communication on Twitter until such time we expanded on Facebook and even on Instagram. So you want to mainstream the idea of marine conservation in the country uh, to raise awareness of environmental issues, to provide community approaches addressing environmental problems, to unite the youth and become the hope of the future, and of course, to disseminate quality information and educate the public about the environment. So in terms of achievements, um, we had a webinar last year during the International Day of Mangroves. So it's about understanding mangroves and blue carbon. So the speaker was Dr. Pablina. Uh, she's currently my thesis advisor because I'm planning to study blue carbon for my thesis. Uh, we also have here, um, I represented also Mangrove Matters PH during the East Asian Australasian Flyway Partnership and a Youth Engaged in Wetlands Flyway Youth Forum. And I was featured in um, UNTV. Uh, they have that documentary series, The Dive. Um, so, I had to promote, of course, like mangrove matters page and also talk about mangroves there. We also joined the Global Science Show. It's like a science communication event uh, on Twitter. And also, uh, we made a statement on the establishment of the Aerotropolis project in Bulacan in Manila Bay because, of course, we want to conserve the mangroves and we don't want um, people to, especially capitalists, you know, to exploit our natural resources. And also, um, uh, have we, uh, we were also featured in uh, an article like groups uh, raise indignation versus black sand mining in Negros Occidental coastlines because um, there's currently a black sand mining currently happening in Ibi Magalona, which is a, a municipality in Negros Occidental. Of course, because they want the black sand uh, because it has magnetite and it's for steel production. And from what I know, um, we supply a lot of magnetite to China. And then for future projects, uh, the Bakawan Parsa Katawhan was, was what I said earlier. 
we want to do mangrove planting um, in the area. And then hopefully we can have this one, Philippine Mangrove Info Cards for Students. So it's just like a Pokemon card, but it's about mangrove. So we have here the donation like seaward and landward. Uh, so you can see the species like the seaward zone or the landward zone. And you also have the family, local name, soil type, and small description, and of course, the species name. So yeah, I think that's it for Mangrove Matters PH. And um, we're hoping that um, we can be able to have more networks so that we'll be able to um, further promote our advocacies in terms of mangrove conservation. Super, thank you. I think you guys, ano, what, what I can overwhelm ako, sobrang dami. <laughs> ang dami palang, ang dami palang maganap sa Pilipinas na pwede. Which is, which is, I think is really good na you guys are doing so much and uh, for awareness in terms of uh, mangrove, preserve, uh, mangrove conservation and preservation. Um, and I really want to, ano, segue lang tayo because I, uh, I really wanted to ask, there's so many people who are making questions or asking something so uh maybe we can answer that for for them maybe you can help me answer that um actually during the presentation yata to nila ano eh, nila, nila ng one child one tree eh. so may mga comment about what type of plant it was i cannot i, remember, I can't remember what it was it's a I am not familiar with that term, so <laughs> it's question na lang. Okay lang po ba itanin yung bakhaw sa sandy areas from Sean? Who would like to answer that question? I think for, I think when you say bakhaw, it's more than the a species. Eh? I think they're mostly being planted on a muddy or clay or loamy substrate. But for sandy areas from what I know, like, Yung Abyssinia Marina, yung Bungalon. Uh, we do that one in the sandy areas mismo. And also Pagatpat, if I'm not mistaken. But I don't know about Bacau because we normally plant Bacau in the in existing areas, of course, um, with Rhizophorana. Because we cannot just simply plant Bacau in a Pagatpat area or Bungalon area because tendency it would just simply die. So that's it. That's why it's really important to assess the area, especially the soil type, uh, because we cannot just simply plant uh, mangroves in different soils. We need to assess the area also. Yep. That's okay. it lang for me. Yes. For, for Bacau, uh, at least here in Bulacan, um, yung substrate kasi nung isang island namin na full of Bacau, it's ano, majority sandy muddy. Uh, pero mas, mal mas mataas yung percentage ng mud. So, I'm not sure if it goes with other areas. Pero just like what Matthew said, it's very important to check the substrate. So, yung pag sinabing substrate, uh, it can be uh, muddy, sandy, coralline, ganyan. Kasi there are mangroves that thrive in uh, a mix of uh, sandy and mud or minsan yung iba cor uh, part coralline, ganyan. So, uh, more than the zone, uh, we also have to check the kind of species that will be planted on the substrate. So yeah, site and species match. Wow, kabe, ganon pala ganon, no, Abby. <laughs> yeah, eto, may tanong naman si John Paul. Kaya, um, I don't know what how to pronounce that. Rhizophora, SP, favored clay or clay soil type po. Hindi po siya advisable mm -hmm. for sandy areas. Yes. Uh, it's a it's a statement. It's a statement, pala. 
And then here, sana masunod yung mangrove zonation para hindi masayang yung type of species planted sa isang area. From Sir Mark. True. Can I, can I share something? Sure, sure, go. Okay, so uh, thank you, Mark, for mentioning about mangrove zonation. So isa sa mga biggest problems dito sa Pilipinas is uh, planting by convenience. So... Yung pag sinabi kasing planting by convenience, yung pinakamadali kasi na napoproduce na mangrove seedlings uh, commercially for, you know, for mangroves ay, ay yung uh, rhizophora species because of the propagules, they're easy to grow. Now, the thing about it is that hindi masama na magproduce ng maraming rhizophora. It's just that, uh, yun nangyayari kasi sa Pilipinas eh, um, uh, sa sobrang dami ng napoproduce na rhizophora, yun at yun na lang yung tinatanim and that's what they plant even on the wrong areas. Kaya maraming nasasayang na mangrove efforts because uh, they plant the wrong species on the wrong zone. So planting by convenience is uh, merely, uh, kumbaga, yun lang kasi yung available kaya yun ang tatanim nila so that they disregard the wrong science of mangroves. Yun that's what I wanted to I think, in other words, dapat i-consult kayo. <laughs> consult sa Abby. <laughs> consult no one. Consult you si Abby for that. No? One yes. child, one tree. Parang one sigurado tayo. One tree, one tree, matters. We're open. <laughs> Ito, unless Rhizophora stylosa po yung itatanim, right? Okay, Rhizophora stylosa is uh, bakaw ba to? So that's another species of mangroves. Uh, I'm actually I'm not sure. I'll be very honest because I haven't seen a rhizophora stylosa as well in person. Pero ano siya, just like the other mangrove species, uh, may sinusundan pa rin siya sa mangrove zonation pattern. So let's uh, place it there. Siya more than the zonation pattern kung saan mo siyang zone itatanim. Uh, it also matters kasi if uh, you're going to plant uh, downstream, upstream, or midstream. Kung yung pagtataniman mo na area is uh, fronting the sea or if it's uh, mid, medyo like a uh, riverine or estuarine siya. Oh, sorry, so many jargons. <laughs> but yeah, Ang those are things that are important to know. Pag ako, pag ako siguro kinausap mo dyan, sabihin ko na lang, kausapin na natin sila, Abby, tsaka sila tinta natin. Uh, ano lang yan? Consult na lang natin lahat sila. God will, tanong natin. <laughs> no, simply put, uh, may ano kasi siya, may zonation kasi talaga siya, more than the zonation on the land, meron pa rin siyang sinusundan kung saang part ng ilog ba siya or ng channel. So, yeah, it's very important kasi yung tolerance din kasi ng mangroves pagdating sa salinity at saka yung sa amount of fresh water. Wow. Kailangan pala talat kailangan. There's really talaga science involved. <laughs> Here. Can we plant sonara? I cannot pronounce this term. Sona, sonerasha? Kasilo. Sonerasha. Kasilarasha. I think it's pedada yung local name niya. Pedada, pedada, pedada ba? Pedada. Or early forgot na. Sonerasha. Kasilarasha. It's pedada. Ayan. I think, uh, di ba, like, I think you can find mostly sonerasha kasilarasha in the tidal streams or in the riverine areas. But in terms of planting them in seafront areas, I think, I don't know. Because I think it's advisable to plant ano, um, Sonoratia alba or pagatpat in the seafront areas instead of the Sonoratia casularis. That's what I learned uh, when, I, when I attended uh, different webinars in mangroves. Like you can see Sonoratia casularis in the riverine areas or in the tidal streams. But if you want to plant um, mangroves in the seafront areas for Sonoratia, it's better for Sonoratia alba. Yes. May follow-up question si Sean. I agree. Ito. 
ano po pwedeng gawin kung may naitanim na mangrove seedling na maling location like seagrass areas? Yung mga ex... Mga, Drew, ano ba yan? Ano I think mas masasagot ko nila, uh, Matthew. We don't want... That's the thing also. Uh, yeah, si Drew... Uh, ano pwedeng si gawin niya kung may naitanim na mangrove seedling sa maling location? Mahirap siya sa buti. Uh, that's really okay. tough. That's really tough question the... because... Yeah, the thing about um some people would tend to plant mangroves in seagrass areas. Now, actually, bawal it's another ecosystem. You cannot just simply plant uh, mangroves in seagrass areas because seagrasses, agrees uh, seagrasses are also nursery, uh, nursery ground spawning areas also for economically important fish stocks, no? Or let's say juvenile fishes. Pero honestly, I really don't know how to answer this question. Like if it's already been planted, because we cannot just simply remove uh, the growing, ano na mismo, growing mangrove seedling. Oh, it's, it's a seed seedling. So I think it's okay if maliit pa lang. It's, 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 if it's just like a propagule, no? Because I've seen a lot of pictures of people planting rhizophora or say bakau in seagrass areas. So I think it's better to remove if ilang days pa lang, but I don't know if like, hindi pa siya medyo na-attach to soil because um, it's better siguro to prevent um, prevent the idea of having uh, mangroves in that area which can compete with seagrasses because of course it will just destroy the seagrass areas and other uh, different habitats and everything is interconnected um, seagrasses, mangroves, and corals like, in terms of um, donation, like corals are in, that, in the seaward area and then the seagrasses and the mangroves in near the land na. So I guess it's better siguro na we don't we don't allow this kind of uh, thing to happen because that's the thing also when we do mangrove planting. Some people would just um plant uh, these seedlings in the seagrass areas na actually bawal because seagrasses are also different ecosystems. That's it lang. Um okay, here's more. At the last two questions. How much does your mangrove seedling cost? Yeah. Okay. I think there's a difference with the price no in your area and in our Go on tayo ng ballpark range na lang range range from Manila Okay Manila. Yeah, Abi, Abi ko na lang Abi. No, in Bulacan. Uh, if if I'm right, uh, if I'm not mistaken, Tita, it's around 15 pesos per uh, propagule. Am I correct? Uh, the last time that we checked. Yes, about that price. 15? Uh, I think Tita is on mute. Yes. Yeah, but uh, around uh, that much. As Between as 15 and 25. 15 and 25 pesos. Yes, because um, it's very small. Yeah. Ayun, 15 to 25. Ikaw, ano, Drew, magkano sa inyo? Parang nasa 6 pesos. Matthew? Yeah, Matthew? it's 6 pesos. Yeah. Hello? Yeah, it's 6 pesos. Actually, the seedling costs 5 pesos and then the 1 peso goes directly to the local community for sustainability and management purposes. So Hindi it's really cheap here in your province. <laughs> yeah. Is that like really the NCR versus province uh, <laughs> NCR versus province inflation rate or something. <laughs> 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 and then, ano, 
Ang dito sa Talisay City, I was able to interview some fisher folk communities because they also do mangrove planting in the area. Um, specifically, like what I mentioned earlier in Barangay Katabla in Zone 3 in Talisay City, they used to do tip, mangrove tea planting there. So the Rhizophora um, propagulus just costed like two pesos only because they just collect those propagules eh, and just like two pesos just for their income lang. However, when they did the mangrove planting there, um, only few were able to survive because the place where, where they planted the mangroves was also the place where the bangka, had, the bangka no, had to dock during the low tide. So that's why there, were, there was only um, a small survival rate in that area. That's why um, when it, the time I'll go there, I need to assess the overall area and to find a potential or strategic area to do mangrove planting because they already did a mangrove planting in that area but of course uh, only few were able to survive so why not explore the area more to find better solutions uh, in addressing that problem okay um, that's, the yeah. same, that's the reason why we wanted to build a community nursery <laughs> yeah because it's hard to produce and to look for seedlings so it's better if we produce ours para not just to give responsibility to the community, but also to make to make sure na meron din talagang sufficient supply. So thank you so much, Kabanatan, for helping us get start. Yeah. Okay. Before uh, here's another one. Um, ang tanong is ano po pwedeng gawin? Ano po pwedeng gawin kung ah hindi sorry, hindi pa yan. Uh, ito. And any insights on mangrove friendly aquaculture or technically known as aqui? Aquasilviculture. Um, I feel like it's much more. It's a nice thing, no? Because it's more, much more, kumbaga, sustainable siya compared to like yung mga fish ponds na ginagamit uh, in some places na parang it's just empty. Tapos there's just water and then they just feed the fishes or whatever they're culturing. Because currently, diba, we already have laws on parang if hindi sustainable, if hindi productive yung fish pond mo, eh, it co-convert natin siya into a mangrove forest that's already into law in the Philippines. I just forgot which law that is specifically, but, but there's something like that. So, if you, if we already have these mangrove-friendly aquacultures, for example, in Zamboanga City, where I'm originally from, uh, one thing that, like, the ang yung pinakasi, yung food that symbolizes Zamboanga City is the kuracha. It's a mud crab covered with um, a sauce, coconut sauce na parang medyo may bagoong flavor siya or something. So, a lot of the ingredients of that dish comes from mangrove forests. The crab, the shrimp, the, the ingredients for the sauce comes nearly from mangroves. So, parang, it's a better idea. Somehow kasi some, uh, some uh, Aquaculturists would consider it much more parang hectic kasi it, pag i-compare mo, mas madali mag-harvest pag empty yung, ano mo eh, yung fish pond mo kaysa naman lulusong ka pa sa, sa mud tapos maghahanapin mo pa yung crabs, ganyan-ganyan. But when we look at it in the, um, if i-community-based natin yung uh, aqua silviculture, yung mangrove friendly, parang mas magiging madali siya compared na ikaw lang mag-isa tapos yung yung fish pan mo sobrang laki tapos wala kang makikita parang hindi siya ganun ka effective no so 
this is a really good and it's it's an industry that's currently growing in the Philippines sa atin ngayon lalo na parang much more environmentally conscious yung mga Pinoy even those na uh, even those in the low uh, not necessarily lower sector but like fisher folks farmers aquaculturists those people are more parang they're leaning into ways na nagagamit nila yung uh, yung environmental ecological services ng ng natural natural forests compared na i-convert pa nila into agricultural lands or fish ponds ganyan so it's a good thing no Great. nice nice point Thank you very much. Okay, we don't have much time now. Um, so but we just kind of wanna, I just wanna say thank you to all of you guys for joining us. Pero bago sa lahat, may mga nag-comment lang. Thanks for your time po. One last question. Ay, mahal-mahal mahal, si Sean, madaming question. Pag-usin yung sagitin ba? Para masagot natin si Sean. So one last, ano po yung process if gusto ng isang org na mag-rehabilitate ng fish pond area? Um, Can I answer Yeah. Go. Okay. So that actually depends on your LGU or the owner of that fish pond or whatever. That depends. Because, you know, I said earlier, there's already laws on rehabilitation of fish ponds. But, you have, there's, you know, there's a process na kailangan mag-agree. Kailangan na may uh, parang certification na hindi talaga sustainable yung fish pond as a fish pond and it really needs to be uh, converted into a mangrove forest na and then kailangan may consent ka rin from the fish pond owner yung may-ari ng lot tapos kailangan rin ng permits from the government lalo na pag ngayong pandemic season we need permits for like group lalo na pag group kayong papasok dun di ba so yeah there's a process you can actually I think the uh, local DNR units or B4 units actually can help you with that. And even LGUs, but I feel like LGUs are less knowledgeable on that. I think the best to go is for DENR and B4. Oh, cool. Can I add? Sure, sure, sure. Yes, okay. So to add lang din sa sinabi ni Drew. So one of the most, imp- actually maganda yung question niya about uh, rehabilitation ng fish pond area. So um, one of the things that you have to consider is the FLA, uh, fish pond uh, I'm not sure if it's fish pond, but it's a license agreement. So it's issued by BCAR. Yun yung nagbibigay ng right for a fish pond to be considered uh, legitimate or, you know, ano siya, active pond. So kailangan kasi ma-identify mo muna which ponds are leased, which uh, which ponds are yung uh, abandoned, kung alin yung pwedeng i-reverse. So there is a process of reversion, yes. So, I, as far as I remember, um, Dr. Primavera and Zoological Society of London released a manual on how it can, how a, an abandoned fish pond can be reversed into a uh, mangrove area ulit. But uh, we, yeah, administratively, you have to start by identifying that. Cool. Yes. All right. And then... Ito na po, uh, pinakahuli talaga. Last na last, natatakpan kayo. Sorry, natatakpan yung mga picture niyo. <laughs> But anyway, sabi ni Sir Mart, I have learned a lot. Hoping to collaborate with you soon para sa exchange of ideas and make strategies kung paano. Ayan. Sir Mart, alam niyo na kung sino yung pupuntahan. 
Madami yung option. <laughs> Madami. <laughs> Madami option. Kung, depending kung saan ka na. But very kudos to everyone. Ang galing daw. Galing. Good job, guys. Thank you so much. Nakakatuwa. I think, I think um, this, is a, this is a good conversation starter, for especially if we want to go and uh, do this part, do our part in mangrove conservation. So I hope the guys who watch or watching now um, can actually pitch in and help. You know, I think say, I am not, I don't know pronounce Kabanat, Kabanat, Kabanatan, Kabanatan, Kabanatan. Magbadis, magbadis dapat. Kabanatan. Kabanatan. <laughs> ayan. So, okay. And then, ayan, God, sabi po, ayan, God bless the help, helping God heal Mother Earth. Ang dami natutuwa sa ayusin yung ginagawa, guys. So, we, we don't have much time. Uh, but before we end, um, we guys have, um, we like to, Post your social media um, Facebook pages. Yay! So yeah, yeah. guys, if you guys want to reach out to, you have to Dave. But you have to Dave. Before you, before I know, you, if you guys want to reach out to One Child One Tree, this is actually their Facebook link. You can actually see it on the comments as well. Comments below, Dave. Can you please put it in the comments? Thank you so much. And then here as well, if you want to reach out to Mangrove Matters PH, this is actually their Facebook link. And then if you want to reach out to Silagadwil Kabanatan on Facebook, this is actually them. So for people who want to collaborate and to increase the, the you know the collaboration between all these three groups and organizations, advocacy, you know where to reach them. So we put it actually in the comment section. So you can actually now message them and directly click on the link. Yay! So guys, when last na lang, do you guys have like a, a message na lang, no message you want to share before we end the show for tonight? Uh, one by one ba? <laughs> Pwede na lang sa, <laughs> Pwede rin naman. Si Godwill, asan wala si Godwill tuloy? I do have a message. Okay, go and on, I, go. I, Yes, I think it's more than the awareness on the the mangrove re, uh, conservation. It's it's about also having our own our own passion. So, the, uh, I hope maraming na encourage that our groups, for example, the mangrove PH, uh, mangrove matters PH, is a group of students. Our group one child one we started as a group of a family with some volunteers and kabanatan a group of friends. So. Dito, ang siguro ang gusto kong iwan sa lahat na nanonood ngayon is to encourage you that no no success uh, is in a bit, uh, I think success is possible, you know, success is possible uh, with the cooperation of the people you love, the people who you would like to associate yourself with, and as long as nandun yung passion, so, for example, kung passion mo is environment, go for it. You know, wala dapat hadlang. Maraming challenges, of course. Financial is one. Political is second. And other, you know, challenges na sa community natin, sa advocacy natin. But I don't think that they should uh, hinder you from achieving what you want to achieve for the environment. Kasi mukhang may halaga lang ang buhay natin, especially ngayon, pandemic. When you look back, Makikita mo ano ba yung halaga ng buhay ko? Uh, am I able to give something back to the community? So I think it's just a word of encouragement for everyone to follow your passion, follow your heart, 
follow your mind. Yes. Bob, words uh, of wisdom, kay Tita Nat. <laughs> thank so, you. Uh, and thank you for thank you for having us, Gian, and experience with it. Oh, anytime po, anytime. Sino pa? Who wants to share from any of the Sige, Abby, go. Go. Yeah. So, actually, this one is a, a bit important for me. Uh, coming from someone na a research. So to the audience, especially the students or those in the field of science, I encourage you to research and study about mangroves because it has so much potential from mangrove ecology to green green engineering, coastal resource, ma resource management, blue carbon, and a whole lot more, including aquaculture. Alam niyo, more than research, um, another is to communicate science effectively. And we need that. We really need that. And syempre, research is meant to be shared and used, not just by those who understand it, but those who we research for. And lastly, siguro for everybody, let's take up space in the universe and live life with meaning and purpose. So ako, I found my purpose and I hope you find yours. Pwedeng naman, nakakatawa. Sana maharap niyo natin ang purpose natin, babe. <laughs> They're just kidding. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Abby, for that. Um, we don't have much time. Um, si ano na lang, siguro si Drew, Matthew, you want to say something? Uh, who wants to, who would like to represent Matt, Matters PH? Drew? Sige, sige. Uh, for us, coming from a youth group of students na who were actually just bored during pandemic who found the time the health of pandemic uh what we can say is like we as youth having the most time na tayo pa yung kumbaga the next leaders of our future we should be doing something we should putting matters into our own hands na kahit individually maliliit yung nagagawa natin pero pag samasamahin natin yun marami tayong magagawa and together with a lot of organizations, we see we have Okot, we have Kabanatan, Mangrove Matters. With the network, we can see na marang marami tayong nagagawa, no? So hopefully, even if we do things by ourselves, don't invalidate your efforts. You have an impact. So let's make more impact together. I agree. I agree. Yeah. Uh, Linar, you want to say something? Na disconnect yata si Godwill. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, he sent me his message then. But I guess we have the same message from Antalaga. Yeah. Um, it starts within our circle that um, when you want to create an impact, it doesn't necessarily have to be big again. It's like when we started, we just wanted it to be about us, about our friends, our families. We just really want to raise awareness within our own circles. But I guess that's where it starts. Um, it ripples. It becomes bigger. So... Initially, it's just a group of friends. Now we're connected with Okot, with MM, um, MMPH. And yeah, I guess that's it. Na. It, it starts within your own circle. Um, it doesn't always have to be big. And I just want to share then, uh, even if you are even if you are not in the field of science, like ako, I'm diplomacy, anything, <laughs> um, or majority of us are actually in diplomacy. It, it doesn't excuse us from not contributing to the um, welfare of our environment. Everyone has um, the responsibility towards our environment. And no matter what your skill is, what your gift is, use it. Use it to, to really contribute. The most that we can is actually create a fundraiser 
and that's how we use our gifts. And I, I just really want to encourage everyone that no matter what your gift, your really, I how you can contribute to environmental protection. Thank you. Ang galing. Naman. I think that's that's a that's a that's so good. That's so good. Actually, this the the the, the what you guys did together, the the three groups, the three organizations, it's really amazing, no? How you guys connected. There's a and that's yung ang ganda na sabi ni Tita Nat kanina. Uh, how it all started. The community from students from the university, from friends, and then from families. You know, parang. You can start. You can create an impact on that, and I think that's a, that's something that uh, we should all uh, be inspired and in doing in our own way. So, with experience Philippines, man, we'd love to collaborate, So we love to collaborate. We can use also our network to, to do that. Especially we've been wanting to do that. before the before the show, but we've been wanting to do something like. That. And I never realized. Kalo kung magpaplant kalam, magpaplant kana mangrove. Ngayon ko na ngayon ko na iba iba Ibat ibala palang trees at may science na behind it na hindi lang basta basta magplant. Just ko Lord, wala plant lang para happy feeling pala pero mali pala yung pinalant mo no. Instruction <laughs> na nagawa. Anyway, so yun lang. So I would like to say thank you so much to all of you guys. Uh One Child One Tree, Mangrove Matters PH, um Kabanatan, God will. Thank you so much for 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 joining us with the live stream for tonight. We've learned a lot. Um, expect more collaborations through us as well in Experience Philippines. We'd love to collaborate with you guys. So for for those who are um, interested as well, you can actually join our Experience Philippines community because you get to meet all of these amazing people. If you have actually questions that you want to ask them, uh, you can actually directly ask them on their Facebook page or you can actually join our community and you can ask them there. Um, and yun, so please also watch our succeeding. We have, actually, we have several, actually, I'm environmental topics coming in for the next coming weeks. No? So, which is kind of cool. So, we're actually educating people on that, especially now that we're quarantined or the pandemic. This is a good opportunity to actually educate. So, yun, thank you so much, guys, for joining us for tonight, Experience Philippines. Uh, we love, we love it, we love it. So, maraming, maraming salamat. But please don't leave yet. Ah. May picture taking pa tayo sa ano. <laughs> sa pag nag-end ng broadcast. But anyway, thank you so much, guys. Have a good night. Thanks for watching. Ingat. Bye.